It's Melody and Anthony. We're on the TSA podcast. On Dami's podcast. Podcast. Pod. And we vibing out. We on the way, on the way up to the sky, to the sky. We flying TSA. TSA. <laughs> Have you thought of making a jingle? Yeah, have you thought of making your own like intro? Welcome to the social archive. Remember in the first episode of the love series where I made an analogy about love in your 20s feeling like a journey through a jungle where the final destination feels out of reach? Well, I've been thinking, what if? Even after finding the one, maybe there is no final destination. Perhaps the journey of love is a continuous one that we're constantly making the conscious effort to embark on. I might offer that finding the love of your life is like finding an oasis, but the adventure does not end there. Can y'all tell I love analogies, by the way? (laughs) Well, Anthony and Melody are friends of mine who are currently engaged and whose love is a perfect example of this notion that love is a continuous journey. All right, just made it to Anthony and Melody. In this episode, I have them play the couples edition of a game called We're Not Really Strangers, Not Sponsored. And it's apparent that even while their relationship felt preordained, there's so much about each other that they are still learning. But first, I have an exclusive on their love story. Just a couple months before meeting Anthony, I had told God that if I was single until I was in my 30s, I would be content because I no longer wanted to waste my time. Little did I know that God was leading me to Ohio to meet my future husband. I was first introduced to Anthony through Elena, who I had met when I started working in the hospital at the base I'm currently stationed at. When Elena first told me about Anthony, I wasn't interested because I had previously told God I wasn't dating Nigerians ever again due to how my previous relationship had ended. Then she mentioned that we had the same birthday, which intrigued me because I had never met someone with the same birthday as mine. I told her I would meet him and we could maybe be friends, but nothing more. For the next week, I would catch myself randomly thinking about Anthony. I was so confused because that wasn't like me, especially because I hadn't met Anthony yet. The next time I saw Elena, I nervously told her my predicament and she screamed. She was so excited to tell her mom, who was the main reason why she told me about Anthony in the first place. From the little Elena had told her mom about me, Mama Isaac was so confident that Anthony and I would fit so well together. Elena proceeds to call her mom and we spoke for the very first time. During the conversation, I remember asking her why she was so sure that Anthony and I would work so well together, even without ever knowing me. 
She responded and said that whenever Elena would tell her about me, Anthony's name would pop into her mind and she could just sense that I was the one for Anthony. Definitely the Holy Spirit's doing. Sure enough, she was right. Anthony and I met the next day and that's how our beautiful love story begun. On November 7th, 2020, I met Melody. We were meeting at the Isaac residence for a game night. Aunt Aisha had set things up for us and gave us a space to get to know each other. I can never forget. Melody was dressed in a cute orange dress and a beautiful smile. Her eyes lit up to me like how I would assume lighthouses do to ships, alerting all of my senses. I couldn't look away. It was like God was telling me how special she was is as the night progressed melody and i couldn't stop talking even though the rest of the isaac family was present it felt as if melody and i were the only ones there i didn't want the night to end i enjoyed hearing her articulate her values and ask questions with intention i admired the way her smile made a home for me on that day although the night ended our relationship just begun we FaceTime the next day and the next and the next. It's been nothing short of growth and exposure, truly becoming more like Jesus from the way my heart is revealed in my interactions with Melody on a daily basis. I gained a best friend and a companion. Who knew in a year like 2020, filled with loneliness, anxiety, and fear, I would find my future wife. This was by far my favorite episode to record because their vulnerability just seemed so effortless. The first question asked of them was, how open do you feel your partner is with you? <laughs> On a scale of one to 10, how open do do I feel Melody is with me? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So um, I feel like Melody's pretty open with me. Um, we actually like just within like two months of knowing each other we shared like some pretty deep stuff about ourselves yeah. and our past that we hadn't shared with a lot of people a handful of people and so i think she's she's pretty open i, I think the promptness of when that is shared is all depending on like kind of the circumstances on like whether she's comfortable or feels safe or if she's like you know if it's not too like embarrassing um i would say anthony's pretty open with me i think he gets he gets pretty vulnerable and like it actually makes me very happy that you feel comfortable sharing your heart with me whenever you go off and you just you're expressing everything like you're thinking as you're speaking i feel like it makes me feel you feel like i'm a safe space so would you say that this is how you've always been with other people or this is something that you had to find in each other? Yeah, definitely not how I've always been. Even early on, I was going to say, even early on in our relationship, I wasn't open quickly. Like, I think um, I kind of wait till like I'm ahead of something like, oh, I've gone over that. So now I can share it because mm -hmm. it has no effect on me. 
uh, I think now I'm trying to trust more that even if I do share something embarrassing that she has my best interest at heart but yeah I, I definitely wasn't that wasn't something that I did with a lot of people um, even people that were close to me I think I, I kept some some of my cards close to the chest um, to protect myself so this is definitely new do you so for those listening uh anthony was my friend from college before i met melody do you remember what i had dm'd you the first time that you had posted melody yes i don't remember the exact words but you were basically like affirming me about like growth i think yeah yeah something along those lines so he had posted melody on valentine's day for the first time yes and i posted i was like i'm shook and you're like why and i was like because you're not open like this like yeah, he does not outwardly express his um how he feels about people even if he might um have love for them or whatever like he he doesn't outwardly express it even though he is like a vulnerable person just intrinsically for him mm. to have posted mm. her yeah and for him to have said all the things he said about her i just knew that melody was 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 an important person oh wow (laughs) because anthony does not do that Hmm. yeah that's just the side of you that i'd never seen even though i felt like we were close friends yeah definitely that's actually crazy because knowing him from after like we met i feel like it has never been something that's crossed my mind that like previously he wasn't open Mm -hmm. but like that i feel like knowing that about him it actually makes sense like Mm. i don't know like it's it's making me understand some things about you. Is that yeah, I always tell her this. Like, if you had known me before. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, obviously, her context is not that. She has no idea of, yeah. of my past. So right. And I I've never seen her. you within the context of a, um, like a serious, serious relationship. Yeah. How do our strengths and weaknesses complement each other? Let's go, babe. Go first. <laughs> babe. Let's do this. Can you actually go first? I need, I need time um, to think. Yeah, she's indecisive, as you guys can tell. <laughs> so, no. uh, that's true, though. But um, I think she's a more spontaneous, outgoing being. She's an extrovert, and I'm an introvert. And so that is an obvious balance in the sense of I would rather just be individualistic and just stay on my own and chill. And she's more of just like, hey, let's go outside. And like, the world has stuff to offer. <laughs> and I'm just like, no. Um, but I think... The world is scary. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather stay inside. Um, but I think because of, of that, she kind of awakens this, like, desire that I had as a kid to be outside a lot. I think I grew into wanting to be inside all the time. And, and I feel like, you know, she, she wakes the little boy up in me, um, I guess, to to put it that way but yeah i think that's a a big obvious one but i also think in the spiritual sense she's super like aware of the spiritual side of things and i think i'm more of just kind of like more pragmatic she's more of just like there's a spiritual side that we don't understand to i think to a certain extent i'm still grappling with how to like um accept that in my like spiritual life but i think because she is like that it causes me to always be on my toes and to to always like not my relationship with god is not like i can't get complacent because i'm just always thinking about like oh like melody did point this out and i should think about this in this way and so i do appreciate that as a 
as a strength of hers i think i would say anthony is like like a solid rock like not he's not jesus but like when it comes to things i feel like he doesn't easily get shaken i'll give a story we were driving one time and this day was probably one of the like top top five scariest day of my life we literally were driving and a truck just turned into like it was trying to turn into the lane and it almost tilted over onto our car and i literally was freaking out and he literally was like it's okay babe like he didn't even he didn't even budge this car this truck was literally like about to like tilt on our car and i was like freaking out but he didn't he didn't do nothing he was chill he was just vibing just singing worship songs just i don't know out of nowhere i me i'm still spazzed like from that happening not even 10 minutes later it was raining that day we were like going through um what is what is an that exit ramp? Ramp. like an exit ramp and our car literally started turning in circles same day same day and as the car is still turning anthony is holding my hand and he's like it's okay he's just he's not even he's still trying to get grasp of the car and he's holding my hand and he's like still chill i mean i'm i'm like we about to die i literally was scared for my life and how he was that day is literally how he is in like other situations he's solid in his faith whatever happens he's he trusts god that you know god's will be done type of thing and i feel like that balances out my sometimes i get a little a little worried easily but he's very like you know no matter what we're gonna be okay and i i appreciate that in our relationship i knew i liked you when you handed me your phone to put my information in it the first day that we met each other <laughs> i was like oh this girl she she knows what she wants she and she doesn't care about expressing that i knew i loved you when i wanted you over for christmas and for context we met november 7th 2020 and i wanted her to come over to my home it's december i i definitely knew that i loved you when i was willing to not like give in so easily to how i was feeling and really like i understood the weight of love like it wasn't just like oh like i really care deeply about you and it feels good it was more of like i know that if i say i love you i'm saying that when i'm upset when i'm angry when whatever happens like i'm not leaving like i'm i'm present i'm i'm here and so i think that those are the two moments where it started it for me um where i knew i liked and loved you i knew i liked you when me and elena were driving back home that night the first time i met you and i was asking her do you think he likes me i kept asking her that (laughs) and she was like girl did you see how he looked at you when he first saw you yeah so i knew (laughs) i knew i knew i liked you at that moment and i knew i loved you when i was praying to god that he reveals to you whether or not i'm the one for you because I felt like in my heart, I was already getting to a space where I was like, I really feel like this could be the person for me, but I need you to see it. I need God to reveal this to you. And that's something that I have never, I had never even thought about. Because to me, I always felt like the man needed to like be the one to like be sure and know. But I felt like I knew and I was like, God, if this, if this is the one, like I need you to reveal it to him to see that or yeah did you have something to say? yeah i was gonna say when this prayer happened i definitely knew before that so 
just just, just okay, so you're aware. God works. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Lord, forgive me. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not. <laughs> but I think the prayer came out of, or yeah. I wasn't sure, and I was. But again, I was in this space of like, I'm just not gonna be like giving into my feelings. Like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna make sure that this is what I actually want to do. And I think that was communicating to her like I didn't know. But I definitely did. And I was just trying to make sure that I was like, okay, this is God's will. Like, I'm not just doing it because it's easy. And this girl shares the same birthday and all this other stuff. Like, it was, you know, yeah. And I I feel like another reason why it was hard for me to see that you liked me, because you were taking it really slow. Like, you were, like, being very cautious not to say certain things, not to act a certain way. But it was not what I was used to. I was always used to like guys being very forward and being very like and rushing things saying I love you after two weeks so you taking your time to make sure like you were understanding how you felt and being very cautious about not not leading me on if you weren't you seeing a future with me was different for me would you guys count that as your first date the first day that you met no 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 yeah. Okay, walk me through your first date. How would first you describe your first date? Was very interesting because, like I said earlier, she we don't live in the same place, so we like found like a middle middle point to meet at, and it was like a Burlington <laughs> parking, uh, lot. parking lot. We got Papa John's. Yeah. Shout out to Papa John's. That's well, crazy. probably not shut up, but um, <laughs> we got Papa John's. And ate it in the car and just listened to music. And then we had a card game. Yeah. I forget. From um, the Azamu's. Um, yeah, Ezekiel like, Azamu's, like, mm, couples, a couples, like, couples card questions. game. Kind of like what we're doing right now. Um, and we just were asking each other questions and listening to, like, Bajan, <laughs> different stuff. Listening, just vibing. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, that was, that what I would consider our first. And then that was, like, a couple weeks, a month. Yeah, I think it was a. It was definitely a couple days after, um, a couple weeks after, yeah, after we, we had met. first met. But the next day, I literally was like tweaking. I was like, "Bro, can <laughs> we FaceTime today?" Yeah, I wasn't trying to FaceTime. He was day. not trying to FaceTime. You him, can we I FaceTime? literally texted him. Was like, "What did you say?" Yeah, <laughs> we can FaceTime. Yeah. No problem. I definitely wasn't. I was he like, was "This is kind of crazy." I and met you I, yesterday. I'm I'm used to like FaceTiming people, but I wanted like a deep conversation. Like I wanted to like really get to know him and understand more about him. So I was like, yeah, can we FaceTime? Cause <laughs> and it was very like we were we were both so shy. I'm thinking about that day. Yeah, we were both like like very it's like crazy. yeah. We were bit we were both very shy and very like like I feel like I still was trying to like you know protect your image. No, I think I... Or you cared about not looking crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I did. I did care. You know, try to, like, put the phone in an angle yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Or I feel like something that when I really like somebody, I'm really cautious as not to mess it up. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes. You like somebody to that extent? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you let me show up as my best self. Right. Yeah. And you don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to be acting crazy. Yeah. 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 That was definitely something that I was feeling, too, when I first... Like when we when you were like let's FaceTime, I'm like bro, <laughs> come on, my guy. <laughs> like by the FaceTime, I, got a lineup. <laughs> I was like, yo, the first time we met, like God did His thing, and after that, like 
I thought I was gonna like talk to you like you see me again in like in a while, but then you're like, let's face it. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, no problem. I could tell you were nervous though. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely could, was nervous. I, could I definitely tell. was. Yeah. What has past relationships taught you about current relationship? Man. Do you want me to go or? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing for me that my past relationship before you has taught me um, is accountability. I think my last relationship, I was very much in a bubble, like, and by bubble, just like me and her. So I just, we would hang out together. We would like, like have arguments together alone. Like no one would be around that we could like bounce like, hey, this is something that we're going through. Um, No one really knew I was dating her. And we dated for like, uh, like a, a year plus and no one had any idea but um it literally was like um i was serious about it but it was just something that i really felt like hey like you know i can i can do this relationship right and be a good man to her without anyone's help and i think that was something that um i wish i'm so glad that i didn't bring into our relationship because i think i would have messed it up as well where i'm just making decisions and i'm trying to be wise in my own eyes and accountability was such a big thing um that i I learned from that but i also think my communication in that relationship was so whack like i was i feel like i i I communicated very like i i process as i'm talking and so for someone who she was more of a give me time it didn't work for me like i was just like no no like tell me what like tell me how you're feeling right now in this moment and i think it it taught me a lot of patience even though i don't think i showed enough um throughout our relationship um but i i think it helped me with you who you don't need as much time or much time really but i think it just kind of taught me to be patient of like whenever you're ready you know to talk about something to share something that we can talk about it then um and i don't have to like manipulate you or force you into like communicating you know by pushing your buttons by saying certain things that were rude and and messed up so i think those are the two biggest things um and i think i'm still learning them to be honest so the main thing that i i would say um previous relationships have taught me is the importance of god confirming whether this relationship is meant to be or not I think a lot of time with um, previous relationships, I I didn't, I wasn't as careful to make sure that this was God's will. And in response, I got hurt a lot. I had a lot of like unnecessary tears. And I think coming into this, I asked for confirmation so many times. I feel like even before I met him, I had a feeling that this was the person for me. But I was like, God, I need confirmation. I need specifics. I need my parents to to feel a way. I need like I needed confirmation 
multiple multiple times even to this point i feel like sometimes i'm still praying like god still speak still confirm things still lead and i think I'm about previous- to get married my dear <laughs> i mean like not not just in I'm marriage joking, just not with us but like with other things as well but i feel like the one before i was like i'm not doing this again i'm <laughs> nope i'm not doing this again you know i need god's god's yes from this before i i let myself you know get into this so i think this is a good segue what part of my heart do you wish you could heal oh let me go first (laughs) yo what you talking (laughs) no i'm gonna start i think i would have to say i i wish i could heal like his childhood like traumas like i feel like there there are things that happen not even only childhood i think like with you know previous friendships and previous situations that when you share and you go back to that time and you express not even like just a couple weeks ago you you were expressing some things and i i just felt like hurt in my own heart and yeah i feel like i definitely would want to heal that part and i know like i know like um things happen in our lives and we wish we can go back and change things or do things differently but i know like despite the hurt and despite the things that you've been through it has helped you become the man that you are today but it's still when you express it and when you share it like there's a part of me that hurts yeah that's a that's definitely one that i'm still trying to um heal through if you know any therapist let me know um (laughs) i think for me one that I would want to heal for you is your trust. I feel like different people have. So you put your trust in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think different people have like um, messed up your view of of trust, especially for men. Um, and I feel like certain times you're you can be defensive because you just don't trust that I'm coming from a good place at least at first glance um and so i think if i could cue anything it would be your your trust for for men and even just for for me um having your best interest at heart i think people who have had that position not even just boyfriends but just people in general um kind of have violated it but also have been people who have great intentions for your life and just weren't um, emotionally aware of how it was making you feel or how you were interpreting their actions. Um, and I think if I could heal anything, that that would be number one on the list for sure. What about you feels hardest to love? No, that's a really good question. I think what's hardest about me to love is my emotional state. I feel like because I'm more comfortable being alone, I don't really care about the aspect of how I come off emotionally to people. So if I'm in a, a feeling any type of emotion, I'm never thinking about like, oh, like I'm probably like annoying to people right now because I'm just not responsive or whatever. And I think that's definitely difficult to love because I feel like it's creating an atmosphere where people only want to be around me when I'm on like I'm good emotionally. 
when I'm not, they just want to be like, "All right, we'll we'll see you when you're good. Let us know when you're good." What about you? Um, <laughs> before you even started sharing, because it's gonna it's gonna sound like it's coming from what you just shared. I already, this was something that I thought. Like, I feel like the way that I respond to when you are like you know feeling emotions and maybe you don't want to talk in the moment my response is to shut down mm. or to join me give the same energy back usually i'm a i'm on the higher happy end of things but as soon as he's not feeling it i drop down to that level and i can I can see how that would be hard to love. Like, I, I am petty. In those moments that he's like that, do you do you feel like it's something that is doing is being done to you? Does that make yes. sense? Yes. Yes. Majority of the time when I get in those spaces, I'm usually experiencing feelings or emotions that I feel embarrassed to share out loud. So I'm just like, bro, I'm just going to, like keep swallowing this poison and it's going to keep hurting me and i just don't feel like comfortable sharing it um and i do think i've been trying a lot to you know just share how i'm feeling even if it is whack of like you didn't hug me when you walked through the door and it hurt my feelings like kind of thing um but i i think that's what's going on for the most part and then i also like feel the weight of the expectation of like I should be up there with her and so knowing that I'm feeling whatever emotion and she's up there I'm like dang she definitely expects me to mm. <laughs> to be up there with her and I definitely don't have it right now but I, I do think the question of does it feel like it's being done to her like it's a punishment That's or a something for is her. really really interesting <clears throat> yeah I think I do <laughs> I think I I I feel like that's the part that you were talking about, the trust thing for me, like trusting that you have my best interests at heart. I think automatically when you retreat and you're not talking to me, my first initial way of receiving it is like, oh, you're trying to hurt me. Like you just you want you want me to like, yeah, I know trauma. <laughs> you want you want me to like hurt that like you're not talking to me. So my response is to be petty and kind of give the same energy back. Okay, I'm not going to talk then. And then drop down to wherever you are. You know what's interesting? I think that I interpret it as pettiness and it makes me stay down there more. Or not makes me cuz mm. I I do think I'm intentionally <laughs> doing whatever I'm doing. Like it's my own actions. But I think I'm just like, dang, she definitely is just waiting for me to like come out of this and like be like, hey, I'm here. And I'm just like, no, I'm just going to stay here for <laughs> for a bit. And and then like until I'm like, all right, yeah, this is kind of whack. Like I definitely should um, just like hug it out or have a conversation about it. And I'm usually like we're able to usually move forward. But I think I do interpret it as pettiness. But I never thought you were actually being petty. I just always were like, yo. If you're going to be down when I'm down, this is not, that's not cool kind of, kind of energy. Um, but I, I, I think it's interesting. I never thought about it as something that you think I'm doing to hurt you, you know? Um, but I think that's, that's definitely helpful to know. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm still, I feel like I'm, I'm definitely, there's been a lot of growth from in the beginning of our relationship on how I would respond to things like 
conflict, all of that. I am a I don't like conflict. Avoided conflict was thought conflict was scary type of person. And I think I am learning a bit more that if he retreats or if he's a bit quiet, that doesn't mean like he's being petty or he's just thinking of he's he's trying to hurt me type of thing. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's still hard because it's still my first initial thought. Mm -hmm. And then I have to remind myself being aware of your partner despite your natural responses i feel like it's 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 definitely like a work like a a thing that you have to be cautious of love is when the the feelings are no longer there when it's like when it's not based on what you are actually feeling love begins when it's not feelings when it's like i'm actually choosing to think of you in the situation despite how i want to naturally respond and it's hard it's very hard because as human beings, we're stuck in our ways. We're stuck in the way that we respond to things. You have to put your pride aside and come to them. You know, yeah. But. I think it's uh, JP, uh, Jonathan Pakluda, um, from The Porcher. He talks about how leadership is about um, making sure that everything's clear. So making sure that there is no, like, room. There's no room for misunderstanding. And so, like, as someone who wants to lead you, it, there is an aspect of being a good leader that I need to make sure that, hey, whatever state I'm in, it's it's clear that I love you. And, again, love is a verb. Like, it's not a, a noun. It's not just a feeling. Like, it's something that I'm doing always. And so if I love you but I'm in a funk or whatever, like, you should still know I love you. Like, it shouldn't be something that is like confusing because you know hey i'm feeling however i'm feeling and i think that's something that i'm i'm trying to work on a lot because i understand that that is an aspect that can get confusing where it's like hey you didn't talk to me for like two hours but like you love me like it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of wild or you know what i mean so yeah what are you looking forward to about your future um ding, ding. i'm gonna start i'm gonna start bruh i'm looking forward to just being around you 24-7. I feel like right now, being in the space that we're in, where, like, I have to leave every every weekend and being not around each other all the time, saying goodbyes is, like, really hard. Mm. And I just want to, like, stay around him. So I'm looking forward to mm. you having no choice but to be stuck with me. Mm. That's, that was said very sweetly. Um <laughs> Yeah, I definitely look forward to to being married. Um, you'll be getting married soon, by God's grace. Um, oh yeah, that's what I don't know why I yeah. thought when you asked the question, "What are you looking forward to?" Yeah, she was I was <laughs> thinking in marriage. Like, she was like, was I, I look forward to being around all the time. <laughs> it's like, nah. But I, I definitely look forward to being married and um, being able to just. Uh, I feel like I definitely don't know what it would be like to be married or what it would feel like, but I think yeah, you've never done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks demi i didn't know um but yeah i think uh i assume it would be a lot of like freedom um i feel like like you kind of alluded to um babe i feel like the um the context that we're in has a lot of like barriers in terms of just like all right we gotta hang out then we gotta leave at a certain point and go our separate ways but i think i'm really looking forward to just being around and planning together being more like unified in like our thoughts and our actions so 
really excited. Yeah. Oh my gosh. T minus. T minus. Let me let me give T minus sixty three days. Can I just say something, you guys? Yeah. I feel like you guys make me not afraid to love. Jeez. Wow. I'm just gonna leave that there. Oh my gosh. Wow. No pressure. <laughs> she said no pressure. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, but like I said, I am very reclusive and I don't let people in. And and it's funny how like I said that I'm very similar to you, but I feel like Anthony and I are also very similar and I see myself in both of you guys. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you guys are making it work and I can see all the ways that I'm like I'm like both of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gives me hope. I, I did just want to say that it's not it's not us because I'm also a very closed off like mm-hmm. I have a lot of walls and I think it's because this is the person that God intended for me that my walls were easily able to drop. We continued our conversation on love, vulnerability, relationships, and of course their wedding, and I left with an overwhelming sense of excitement about their union. You can find more of these two on their channel, Anthony's Melody, that's one word, where they give you more insight into their relationship as an extension of their relationship with God. Now, they haven't posted in a while, but I'm just going to plug it regardless. As always, thank you guys for listening. Um, I love it when people share their thoughts on the episode, so please keep them coming. Um, you can share your thoughts on this episode at The Social Archive, that's T-H-E-E Social Archive on Instagram, and The Social Archive, D-A Social Archive on Twitter. I'm your host, Dami, and again, if you made it this far, I love you. Mm-hmm.